Saucers. It's episode 20 of season two, and it's one of our final episodes of this season before season three starts in April. As we settle into 2023, some of us are starting our fourth year of working from home, or some of us have actually been working from home for many years. Possibly you're getting a little bit of burnout on work from home, or you enjoy it, but need to change up some part of your routine from working from home. In this episode, Molly and I share tips on how to change up that work from home routine or how to give it a little bit of spruce. We hope you enjoy and thank you always for listening. Hi, and welcome to the Sauce Podcast, where you will meet your hosts, Molly McKinstry and me, Liz Hajar. We are two colleagues turned friends who worked together in tech sales for nearly 10 years. Throughout those 10 years, we grew a lot personally and professionally. Today, Molly runs a sales org at a tech startup. She lives in Denver, Colorado with four children. I live in London and I'm running a sales team and for Northern Europe of a tech startup as well. Molly and I are different in many ways, but share the same values and drive. And that is how we built a wonderful friendship. While we no longer work together at the same company, we put our heads together and dreamed up the Sauce Podcast. We wanted to have a platform that would build a community where we and others share all their business tips, tricks, and perspectives we or they have learned along the way. So saucers, tune in each week as Molly and I share business tips and tricks and have fun with us along the way. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, Molly. So good to see you. So good to see you. We are officially in February, which is, I don't even, I, what, like, it's kind of mind boggling to me how that's happened. I know. I know. We talk about the ease in and January feeling <laughs> long. January did not feel that long this year. Um, I do though, however, as we've just wrapped our fiscal year, I need to give my team oh. a huge shout out on, I do, oh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think any of my team listens, so, but love you guys, um, which is fine. Uh, we hit, we over, superseded our annual number and I'm just really proud of them. So that oh was my actually gosh. my first, like, that was my first full fiscal year at High Spot, which felt great to kind of wrap on that. Um, so that shout out to them. Jar. I love it. Jar. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you, Mal. But um, yeah, January was like a little. They have like, they have something called like a blue. It's called like a blue January. I should have looked this up in the UK. They call it Blue Monday, and it's the saddest day of the year. And I think it's I think it's like Monday, January sixteenth, or something like that. Because I think it's like gloomy. So they, it's like this thing in the UK, and I had no idea. And I think my boyfriend was like, "Well, yeah, it's Blue Monday," and someone posted on LinkedIn Blue Monday, and I'm like, "What? I should look this up." What <laughs> would you chat, Mal? If we, if we, as we're chatting, but um. I felt a little more blue than usual this Jan. We've yeah. talked. I love a reset in January. So maybe I had left that vitamin D in Hawaii and it was just a little um it was just a little hard for me. So I know that you got some vitamin D recently and I haven't even gotten to speak to you about you went to Palm Springs, dude. And that's one of my favorite yeah. places ever. And so let's talk about the half like tell me how it was. Okay. So um, I'm happy to. Well, again, congrats to your team. Uh, incredible you. fiscal year plan. That's that's hard, hard stuff. I get it. January, you know, whether it's Blue Monday or, you know, just I sometimes, and I think we kind of alluded to this in our resolutions conversation, you know, you you can like swan dive into the newness and the opportunity of a new year, or, or maybe you don't feel totally ready for that. And we got to ease our way in. So for me, last week, I had such um, a, a fantastic and really energizing week for work-wise. My company, Calendly, 
took our entire company. We are a fully distributed, 100% remote organization. And our entire company met in Palm Springs for the full week for a company retreat. And it was I mean, just, it was just incredible. I mean, it, it truly was. I, I know. I have to say I had never been to Palm Springs for all of the time uh-huh. I have been in California, including living there. I had never been to Palm Springs. So just the the newness of that was really fun for me. It's a but sneaky we really, little great place. Are yeah, you a fan? Yeah, I okay. loved it. You loved yep, it. Yep, yep. We took over an entire resort, 750 of us, and it was it was truly like camp calendly. And oh, I absolutely loved it. You know, and it was it was funny because we've talked a little bit about extroversion and intro, introversion on the sauce. And Whenever I am in those settings, I really am reminded, like, I am just the most textbook of all textbook extroverts. I just, I get so much energy being with others. And it, it just, it's it's truly like magnetic for me. So yeah. personally, it was such a fulfilling week. Of course, it is, it is tiring. It's, it is long. Yeah. You know, they're long Did you days. lose your voice, Molly? Or how'd it go? It was the best my voice has ever done. I know anybody listening who, who's known me for a True minute. Extrovert, you were chatting in that. I know everyone thinks chatting about that, but yes. Um, so I absolutely loved it, and so so thankful to the company for putting together just such a thoughtful, intentional, really really well orchestrated event. That's awesome. But it's interesting, Lizzie, because I think this is a very natural segue to our conversation today. Because when you have a week like that, and when you are with your colleagues and you're with your coworkers and there's main stage events and it's just so energizing, I do find that coming back to the work from home experience, at least for me personally, you know, it, it, it kind of takes a minute and there are so many incredible benefits to working remotely. And I, I am fortunate to work a hundred percent remotely and I have since 2016, but coming off of a week like that, I also realized, geez, you know, like I I miss peeps and I, yeah. I really love the energy of being all together. So for today, we want to talk about how to kind of refresh, revamp your work from home experience, vibe, routine, whether, you know, it's feeling a little stale, whether it's just, hey, still kind of new year, let's bring our best into 2023. We, we want to talk about some some tips and advice. Yeah. That we have. I think that'd be great. And thanks for sharing that, Molly. I think it's awesome that Calendly does that. Like the whole, I remember when you told me you were going, I thought it was just maybe the sales org or the, you know, a certain org. It's the whole company goes and how cool. Yeah. And I'm just so glad you feel the energy. And I can imagine coming home and being like, ah, oh, where are my people? Um, I know. You need a little, a little moment. So I think it's actually a great topic that we talk about it. So thanks for sharing that you felt that way. And it's kind of makes a good topic. I think others may be feeling that way as we're kicking off the year and talking about burnout um, and talking about how do I kick off the year with the best intention and set up to be the most happy and successful. Maybe it's a little, maybe it's a little revamp work from home if that's what you're doing. Yeah, for sure. And so let's, we're going to try to kind of uh, orient the conversation similar to what, you know, you all have probably noticed in the last few episodes, we really are wanting to anchor on specific advice and tips for you all to take into your days and into your weeks. And thank you for all of the feedback you've been sharing because we want to make sure these conversations feel super valuable. So let's first talk about the couple of things that may may be coming up that really necessitate 
revamping your work from home routine. And of course, there's many, many examples, but we're going to talk about three specifically, and then we'll move into our tips and recommendations for how to get yourself re-energized and excited about your work from home experience. So the first one is you may just be feeling bored. And I think if we reflect on our burnout conversation last week, we talked about things like exhaustion or cynicism or an inability to focus. All of that to me actually does kind of circumvent around this topic of like, I'm bored. I'm just not, I'm not feeling fired up. I'm not feeling energized. If you are an extrovert, you don't have people around you high-fiving you, cheering you on. So if you are feeling like you're sitting at your desk in your home and you're just kind of like, I'm bored. Where's the fire? Good time to say, I got to reset. I got to reset and rethink how I am entering this work from home day, week experience. So that's number one. Number two would be maybe something actually in your work from home dynamic has changed. So that could be if you have a partner who also works from home. That could be if you have children and your child care routine has changed. There may actually be. Yeah, or you've moved. Exactly. There may actually be an external factor that is really telling you like, whoa, this is not working right now any longer and I need to rethink it and I need to change it. Um, And the last one that comes to mind, which I think, again, is just very, very consistent with what we've been talking about in New Year's resolutions in burnout is you are feeling like you want to establish healthier habits. And this could be connected to self-care. This could be connected to getting your mental, physical exercise and like meditation time, all of that. But if you are reflecting at the end of a week of, man, I don't feel like I took care of myself this week, or I don't feel like I really prioritized my self-care this week, a wonderful place to start and really inquire if, is this continuing to work for you, is that work from home dynamic. So those are the three things we're saying if one of those three or possibly all three of those things yeah. have happened, good chance to revisit the work from home vibes. Yeah. And I think many of us, some people, Molly, you've been work from home for more years than the pandemic, but some of us did become work from home and fell in love with it. And some of us are now hybrid and some you know, might be going to the office full time. And I'll say for me, working from home, I I was like, if anyone asked me five years ago, I'm like, no, I love going to the office. And then when I was forced to do it, it was actually a little bit tough for me. And I think actually we can share some tips on, you know, how to revamp it or what's worked for us. Um, but I'm hybrid now and like work from home has been, it's a little bit more on the challenging side for me, but I like to have hybrid option so yeah. that I can go to the office some days, but be work from home other days. But a lot of what you just touched on was kind of how I was feeling mid pandemic and even post pandemic. So I feel fortunate I can go into an office, but there's also been things that I've had to focus on big time to like get a little happier. And when I do work from home. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I think you bring such a good point, Liz, around some people have, have done it and loved it. Some people, you know, have kind of been forced to do it and find it really tough. And so this is again, a conversation for wherever you are on your work from home journey, loving it, thriving in it. So over it and just dying for human connection We want to talk about really tangible and specific tips that we have both tried and that the research and studies that, you know, we have, we have spent time on really are consistently saying like, try this, this, this will help. 
Yeah, exactly. And so we'll sh- I'll share one that's been really, really, really big for me. And that is just routine. And I think that's just having a routine throughout your day, you know, and it can be filled with many things. But specifically for me, it was my morning routine. And I think there is an end of day routine as well. But I'll just say morning routine. For anyone who knows me, I'm up in the morning, I'm at the gym, I'm and I and like my breakfast every morning was the green smoothie because I loved it. And that was my routine. I'm a very big routine person. And that was my routine legit for like the last seven or eight years, no joke. And then even when I moved to Chicago and when I came to London, I kept that routine. But when the pandemic hit and I started to work from home, I stopped working Mm -hmm. out. I broke my foot. I was not, didn't have a blender. And I had, and like truly like that was, it's a big, big routine person. How important it was for me to just, I woke up every morning almost without an alarm to go to the gym and do all that. And truth, throughout the pandemic, I've struggled big time to own that morning routine. And when I started to work from home, I got confused at what time I should wake up. It was really tough. So as I mentioned, I'm now work from home and hybrid. And also, as I mentioned, we talked about this year and kind of what's important to me. And actually, um, my my leader at work asked me, what's one big thing you're focused on personally that you're open to share? And I just said, I want to get my mornings back. And so it's very interesting we're talking about this topic because I said I had this amazing routine and routine makes me happy. It helps me. If I go to the gym, I have a clear mind. I need no caffeine in the morning and I'm ready to go. And that's just me, you know. But this year I have started to find my way back to the gym. I am now making my green smoothies. And I and, and truly I can feel myself sit down, excited for the day looking forward to the day and not feeling any of that burnt out or exhaustion because I wake up and show up to work at my kitchen table or in my office. And so I think that's at least morning routine, but I think having some routine that you can stick to, and maybe it's not five days a week, maybe it's three days a week. And again, that's kind of easing versus having this pressure that you have to do it every single day, whatever that routine might be in the pre-work and post-work. That's something that has worked for me. I think that all is really smart and the, 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 all of the tips, right. But I think this one very specifically is like, you have to personalize it for you and what works best for you. So you obviously know, Liz, that that is getting the endorphins going, that is exercise, that is fueling your body with, with something healthy. But for other people, it could be actually getting a book and a cup of coffee and creating this like kind of ritual of I am, I am waking up and I am not going straight into work mode. I'm going to have some personal time. I'm going to do some, you know, self-development, read a book I love, have my coffee in a quiet space. And then when I've done that, now I know I'm ready to like physically and and mentally enter my work day. Yep. It, it could it could be a number of different things. Can't for me, honestly, my morning routine yeah. that is the best serving for me to have a really productive day where I sit down and I'm ready. Yeah. And I know effort this is like so silly, but I'm just keeping it real. My home being clean. My home being clean, even though I'm in a closed off space, but I have I a huge office. But if I know that the beds are made, that the dishes are not in the sink, that there are not piles of clothes in in the, in the bedrooms. That that matters so much to me because it's that that stuff t- like it, it will clutter my mind and my thoughts yep. if I know behind me there is like a tornado of a mess and it, and it's chaotic. I will bring that into my day, and so. I I definitely, after my kiddos go to school, I really try to have 30 to 40 minutes of just like a quick, 
I call it like Cinderella of just buzzing through my house and getting everything in order. And I actually really enjoy doing you do. that. Yes, you do. I, this I is get where... a lot. I get a lot of self, just like validation and 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 satisfaction of making beds, of putting clothes away. It's it's like such um, low stakes task that is so easy for me to accomplish. Oh, that I, yeah, so that when I sit at my desk, I'm I'm already like, you got this, Mal. Yeah, we've done it. the day. Right. This is where we are so opposite saucers. (laughs) This is where we're like legit. Um, I'm dying. But I think, Maul, I didn't mean to interrupt, but what made me think about that was like, you say this is funny and this might be, but like truly having a green smoothie is is like important to me. And yeah, it might be, but like it's a part of my routine. And so I think here, the more that you can get a routine going and if you got to ease into, I'm easing back into this routine I lived in for like seven or eight years you can ease in, but find out what it is for you. And I think you're very fair, Molly, to say different things for different people. You know what I mean? Different strokes for different folks. It's got to be yours. Yes. It's got to be yours. So So, Molly, what's yours? Yeah. I will. I was going to say, whether it's working out, drinking a smoothie, tidying your home, pick whatever your routine is and get yourself that really, I think it's like this spiritual entry into your workday. Once you have taking care of the routine that works for you. Fair. Okay. So that's number one. I love it. What tips you got, Mal? Mine would be, I touched on this already a little bit, but really, really important to have a dedicated space that you actually love to be in. And of course, everybody's homes or, or apartments or wherever your working space is going to vary. And then, you know, whether you've got a, a big office, whether it's a piece of your table, whatever it is, you, I cannot recommend enough. Make sure it's a place you really enjoy to be. The light feels good. You like what you're looking at. You like what you have like put, put around you, you know, whether it's art, whether it's pictures, you know, for, for me, everyone, uh, we've got a lot of comments around my wallpaper. I love it. And yeah, this, I definitely have a, a kind of bold pattern in my office. I'm, I'm fortunate to have a lot of natural light in this space, but I love coming into this room. I actually tell my kids, it's one of my favorite rooms in our home. I feel like I've been able to just make it so me. It's very representative of who I am. And so that was a big, big part for me when I when I changed jobs. Like I need to love my office. So if you don't love your office or your dedicated space, I would highly recommend investing time and energy into changing that. And, and making it so that's the case. Yes. And on that, agree with all of that. I want to take it one step further and is having the right supplies. So yes. if you need to have, if you did go to the office and you were used to having a second monitor or whatever, you know, whatever the supplies, you may have a mouse, having a certain type of chair that you sat in. Like I ended up, my back was killing me from the chairs I was in when I was work from home here in London in the beginning. And um, I found refurbished office chairs because so many offices had given them up. So I also think the equipment is so important. What do you have your computer on? What is the lighting like? What pens, papers? Like, honestly, like, I think that that helps me feel less edgy and less anxious and just having what you need. It can get expensive. So again, that's why I think refurbished is good. Finding deals different places is really, really helpful. But I think that that's having your space that you can kind of have that boundary of your space and then making Mm. sure what's in that space is the stuff that makes you feel comfortable throughout the day. 
Yeah, I agree. I think it is incredibly important. And we're kind of, uh, this is an ex- extension of the routine tip, right? We're talking about dedicated yes. space, loving your loving your um, supplies, really, I think like taking pride in where you work. But I, I, I again, just feel like if you can't, if you don't have colleagues to sit with you and that feels important, or if you, if you can't be up walking from room to room, make sure the, the space or the room that you do go into and what is, what are the tools that are available to you when you get there, you, you really love and they, and they feel like they just, they make you feel good and and they work for you. So I think that's a good second tip. Can I add one more thing on that, Molly, about your space? I think that you mentioned you might be in your apartment, you might be in your flat, you might be in your home. You might also potentially go to shared workspaces and yes. decide to purchase going to we all many of us will be familiar with WeWorks, um, where you can go and get a pass um, and go work there so many days a week and have your own little desk. It is great for meeting people. I also think during the pandemic, I was single living alone in a city that I didn't know, and it could get really, really lonely as well. So one thing I wanted to talk about was my boyfriend's an entrepreneur. And so he's home every day by himself thinking about how to build a business. And he started to uh, actually join these things. If anybody's interested, DM us and I'll give you the name. I can't, it's called like Flight. And it's, um, he, he joins Flocks. But what it is, is he gets on every day and it's a big Zoom with a whole bunch of other entrepreneurs, authors, PhD students. So wow. I have seen so much energy come from that from, for him. So that also, I just want to touch on finding your space and also mm. how you can get others. Cause I think it can be a little bit lonely sometimes in your space work from home. So if that's uh-huh. something you just get on this zoom, you don't use, you, you talk for five minutes and you all do your work. So it helps also stay on task. Um, yeah. I just want to throw that out there. Cause I think that's another space that might be really helpful for some people. I think yeah. I've seen it do really, really good things for my boyfriend. It's, it's such a good point, Lizzie, because dedicated space doesn't have to just be the physical space, right? Yes. You're, you're basically saying that, Owen has created a space in terms of a community and people that yes. he has been able to connect with. And that is a way he's feeling energizing as well. So I love that. Okay. So we've got routine. We've got dedicated space. What would be your third and final tip? I want you, I think I want you to share one, Molly, because okay. I think you're yeah. from home guru and I think you've got a big one. So share it. Okay. My Last tip is going to be the importance of scheduling and honoring breaks. I think this is so, so, so important. And I I would actually take it one step further, scheduling and honoring breaks and specifically creating moments to mobilize, move your body. This is something that I will say, Ty, my husband, sometimes, you know, is is hard on me uh, for when, when I don't have a break during the day where I'm not doing my best and honoring this. He's like, you, you have to like stand up. You can't sit in your desk for nine hours a day. Like he's like, that is just completely unhealthy and crazy. And he's totally correct. Yeah. Um, so I... For me, this is such an important thing that I really try my best to honor, which is take take space to go have a bite to eat, whether it's a full hour lunch, whether you're somebody who more likes, you know, uh, 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there, where you can get up and move your body, walk around the block. You know, if, if you have an at-home stationary bike and you can hop on a Peloton or something midday, do that. Yeah. I feel like the importance of creating a break, getting out of the space, the dedicated space that we've just said you love and you and you feel really good to be in, you still need to take 
moments to break it up and that monotony and that I'm always in here and that I didn't even stand up today, those are not healthy patterns. Those are patterns that are going to lead to burnout and an empty tank. So create time for breaks and honor them. Honor those breaks. I think that's so important, Molly. And we've talked about this on here. When we talked about the burnout episode, I don't really take lunch because instead of working late, I'd rather get things done. But I think that I have finally gotten better about this. And now do I take great long lunches and big, big breaks? No. But I even will take breaks, not just for lunch, but if I've had back-to-back Zoom calls where I'm sitting the whole time, it's 10 to 15 minutes. And You also have to get good though about setting that boundary, which we've talked about on here. Someone says, Hey, Liz, can I catch you for a quick? And it's, you know, turns into a quick zoom or something like that. Could I have a phone call and walk? Could I just leave my phone behind and go for a walk? And this is where if you're plugged in all day to constant people, you know, having conversations. So I think there's just something, and I actually need this advice. I don't even honor on the calendaring when I calendar for people. I see a lot of times noon is open and I book meetings because it's the only time I could find. And like, I need to be better about that. And I think that's something else around here. So this is actually, I love that mall you've baked this in because this is something that A, I need to get better at, but B, when we start to get like that boredom and start to not be happy when we're just sitting there all day, same spot, same area. And so I like the idea of if you can't get the lunch in two 10 minute breaks somewhere or something. Yeah. I also want to say to to the same concept around personalization for your routine and making making sure whatever you are doing and establishing really works for you. This is also true for the breaks, and I, I want to give yeah, an yeah. example. So obviously, we are all so busy. There's there's so much to get done personally, professionally, in, and trying to find time for it all. So sometimes. I, let's say I have to run to the post office. Let's say I have to make a return. Let's say I have to go buy a birthday present for a friend. I sometimes have tried, oh, I've got a 45 minute window. I'm going to take my break and I'm going to go quickly run that errand. And then I'm Mm. going to come back. I have found, I really do not like doing that. That I was wondering. I do not like doing that because rather than the break, rather than feeling like I'm going to take a minute, I'm going to kind of just, you know, recharge, go for the walk, what have you. I've now actually created you know, another obligation and it's a different one. It's not connected to work, but that clock is running. I've got 45 minutes. I got to go do this. I got to do that. So I have also learned about myself. That is not the best way for me to actually utilize my break time. So it's okay, Molly. Yeah. You've got 45 minutes, but you're not running to FedEx. You're that's going to feel free and you're going to feel good. And you don't, you're not going to actually come back with the benefit of that break. I just, I'm not, I know I'm not. So instead I'll say, nope, that's an errand that you're either going to do at the end of your day. You know, I'm going to take the kids. We'll, we'll make it fun. We'll do something or, you know, it's got to wait to the weekend. So I think this is also important as like you're trying testing and trialing your breaks, make sure that you're really taking that time to refill the tank a little bit bring your energy up a little bit. I learned cramming and errands does not work for me. Molly, thank you for sharing that because I can even feel my heart palpitate because I do that too. (laughs) And I'm running because in London, I can go out the door. I'm running down the street because I got to get back for that meeting. And it's just like, what am I doing? I've just given myself more stress. So like, 
such a good point. But I think, again, you figure out exactly as you started this off, Molly, what is your routine? I talked before, maybe after work, but during work, what is your routine? And I I feel like we should do another episode on boundaries. We've done that episode about it. Like, and what's your boundary about setting your breaks during the workday? Because it's just monotonous sitting there if you don't. And I will admit, I'm not the best at this and honoring it for others. And I need to get better. So this is a good, why we do the sauce keeps me, I know. you know, so, we're, we're very often, you know, reminding ourselves yeah. of the advice we also need to follow. Um, and just thank you all for being the community, because I think it, it I do feel accountability to yeah. holding true to these conversations because, you know, we're here saying this is a tip, yeah. Molly. Follow the tip, Liz. Yes. <laughs> Follow the tip. We got to so live good. it. Yes. Yeah. Well, here's my, what I will say as we uh, we wrap up here as saucers. Think about this. And if it relates to you, treat yourself to a little something for an office supply to make your work from home, either spicing it up, like how Molly's wallpaper adds a nice flair. Um, or it's a, it's a, you, I want to say utensil. It's like a supply or something. Maybe yeah. treat yourself to make it spiff it up. That's what I would say. Okay. I love it. I, I just will summarize what we said. We said, create a routine. We said, have a dedicated space with supplies and resources that you love and feel good about. Take breaks, honor those breaks. You know, we all, again, every, every work from home experience, there's benefits. And of course they, it comes with some challenges and downsides. Hopefully from this episode today, you're feeling a little inspired to refresh your work from home experience and make the most of it. You know, it's make it yours, make it personal. Yes. And Molly, as you settle back into work from home and all of us are just remember, yeah, make it yours and be bold. And always eat dessert. So good to see you, Lizzie. The best to see you, Mole, and a good chat. Bye, saucers. Thank you for tuning in to the Sauce Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our personal anecdotes and biz tips and tricks we shared today. If you wouldn't mind subscribing and or following the podcast on any platform or leaving a one-line review of the podcast, it helps us out tremendously. Thank you. Thank you. Molly and I would also like to state that everything stated on this podcast is our own opinions and it's not shared on the behalf of others or on our employers. Thank you.